0: So what, we watch anime, so what, we play leak? we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so what, we stay in, it don't bother me, living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to and Entertainment Podcast episode 17.5 for August 23rd, 2015. With me this week is... Andrew Aroa McVane.
1: Hopefully it actually records this time.
0: Oh it's recording so the reason I'm <laughs> saying 17.5 is because we recorded a whole podcast it was like an hour or so long and it was myself it was Jake Rupert King Norwood and of course Andrew Aroa McVane and um, well it didn't record so. And
1: it we... was actually a decent podcast too which oh, is yeah. the saddest part.
0: <laughs> That's Usually what happens. So I'm making sure it's recording this time because uh, I don't want to have to do another solo cast ever again. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, Andrew, Roa McFain, uh, what
1: games have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Dragon Age Inquisition like all week and uh, it is pretty good.
0: See, I played it and I I, I couldn't get into it. Maybe I should give it another chance.
1: But I, I, you can definitely like, I would say if you, if you liked the original Dragon Age, I can see why you wouldn't like Inquisition as much. And also if you didn't like two, I can see why you wouldn't like Inquisition as much because it's, it's like this weird combination between the two where they, they want you to have tactics, but they also made the fighting all completely real time. And it's, it's, it's unusual, but I really enjoy it
0: see and i I really like the original Dragon Age. that was you know it was oh. one of my favorite games of that time frame. Now I go back and play it, and it's a little wonky, yeah, uh, like the graphics aren't that great, even though back then back in that day, uh, when it came out, the graphics were really good.
1: Oh, yeah, my computer mm-hmm. couldn't run it at the time, actually.
0: My computer could barely run it, uh, yeah, well, actually, my laptop could barely run it because I actually <laughs> had a gaming laptop at the time. Um, and then my, my PC had blown up at that point. So I was (laughs) having, I used my laptop. I had my laptop behind my, my monitors acting as a desktop (laughs) because that's good. That's good for overheating. Um, so I really like the original Dragon Age and every once in a while I'll go back to it and be like, this is a good game. I just can't get into it. I think it needs a little bit of an update. Like a an H D version. I know a lot of people hate those, but I would like an H D version with better yeah. graphics.
1: Yeah, I would be okay with that.
0: Um, anything else you've been playing?
1: Um What did, what have I been Oh, um I started playing Guacamele last night as well. I saw just as that. A side distraction.
0: Yeah, yeah, you posted it... a video on um that one thing.
1: Yeah. Uh the PlayStation's built-in sharing thingy.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: it was uh there so far it's pretty cool. You know, it's I, I think everybody else has already said that it's it's a really nice uh Metroidvania. It's got some decently clever uh like references to other games of that genre. Like there uh, to get new abilities, you have to break Chuzo statues. Instead of Chozo statues. Oh, okay. But they look almost exactly like Chozo statues. Yeah.
0: And you are a... Uh, you're a, you're a mask
1: Yeah, you're a masked wrestler. Um, which... Yeah. It's kind of funny because you can choose to play as the female sidekick character if you want. But everyone treats you as if you're still playing as the male main character. Oh. And... Uh, they should what... uh, change that. Yeah, it was kind of... It's kind of silly. Like, it... it it's technically just a costume. Oh, so okay. yeah, so that that's why it works that way. You're not actually choosing another character, but it looks it it's very silly in the dialogue, particularly with certain characters. But uh yeah. Uh mostly Dragon Age Inquisition because it was free. Oh, because you had, have the
0: EA uh
1: the... Yeah, I've got Vault and or Access, that's it. Yeah, that's uh,
0: that's not a bad idea. Uh I I still haven't signed up for it because I'm lazy and cheap, and uh, but it's you know if you want to play that game, or <laughs> you know if if you want to play EA games, that's a good, it's a good if, deal. It's like thirty if bucks there a year. Are,
1: yeah, if there are two EA games that are in the vault that you have ever wanted to play, it is so worth the money. Because I bought it, I bought it so that I could play Plants vs Zombies, uh, Garden Warfare. And fucking Peggle 2. And Peggle 2 on its own was like twenty bucks. Right. So like it it was so sensible just to get EA access because then I get the crappy need for speed rivals and then last year's sports games. And now I get I have I have Titanfall's even in there now, I think. So I mean if I wanted to play a shooter on a on a controller I could.
0: I like Titanfall. Um uh
1: titanfall is fantastic on pc it's just nobody plays it
0: yeah that's the that's the problem i have is nobody like it was after the first week i wanted to do the campaign stuff oh yeah yeah after the first week i couldn't (laughs) i was like yeah i mean
1: if you want to you want to wait in the lobby for a good 20 minutes waiting for somebody to show up sure
0: i think i I waited for longer than that (laughs) a lot a lot longer than that uh so those are really the only two games you've been playing
1: well, you know, I've been playing Fallout Shelter on my phone uh, oh, again. Yeah. yeah. God, it's just getting me really hyped for Fallout Four.
0: I I need to get that, but I'll I would have to in- either download the a- APK or um, download Google Play onto my phone again. Yeah, just just hack your phone. Uh, you know, or I, just I'll... buy a damn
1: Moto G. Just
0: they are cheap, but I don't have enough money right now. I'm. I have two dollars in my bank account as we speak. Yeah,
1: that's it's understandable. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like
0: like yeah, just
1: just sell your shitty fire phone, get emoji.
0: I like my fire phone. It's actually a really good phone. It's like, decent. The the spec for the price it that you get, it's a it's a good phone.
1: Well, I will say though, if you plan on playing any games more intense than Fallout Shelter on your phone, like I don't know if you play games on your phone very I, often. I do not. Okay, well, then it's not a big deal, but it has, like, the worst mobile GPU on the market right now. The Moto G. Yeah, it's, oh. um, oh my god, the, like, the benchmarks are laughable, but actually using it, it's even, it's just painful. Like, nothing runs on the damn thing. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it, it's, like, Fallout Shelter works, and other really simple games work, but they run at like 25 to 30 frames per second. Like when my phone my phone has problems running Angry Birds 2, I think that's that's indicative enough of how bad the GPU in this phone is.
0: Yeah, and when you post that uh that review of the Moto G on the com, <laughs> One day I'll get somebody to post something <laughs> other than Sean and myself. Uh <laughs> So I, there is one thing I want to talk to you about uh, at the very, very end of this podcast or at the beginning. Of, I'll, I'll decide. I'll decide partway through. Oh, uh, okay. I <laughs> um, don't think that's how that works, but all right. Yeah, it is. Totally how it is. Um, So I, I'll do it right after I, t- I say what I've been playing. Okay. So Xenosaga, I've been playing that. Again, still trying to beat that before... Uh, oh, I was going to say, oh yeah, you remember last week, but no, it f-ing didn't record. <laughs> yeah. So last week we were talking about, I wanted to play through Xenosaga. It says on the box that Xenosaga has about 80 hours of gameplay. Uh, I was actually reading through some stuff. It's actually about 35 to 40 hours of gameplay. So that should be pretty easy. Are you there, Auroa? Yeah, I... Okay, I, I... Okay, I, I thought I heard blank. I thought maybe you weren't there.
1: No, I just muted the mic. It's okay. Okay.
0: So uh, we're going to be... So I'll be playing through that, trying to beat it before uh, Fallout 4 comes out. And I also want to play through Persona 4 before Fallout comes out. And I'm already about 20 hours into that game, so I should be able to beat it before Fallout 4 releases in a relatively easy manner. Uh, And then also I've been playing, uh, and you're going to hate me for this... Star Wars: The Old Republic.
1: Why have you been playing that?
0: Because I like the game. I actually do. It's fun. I like the story. Uh, and I got a sixty-day time card for like twenty bucks. Yeah. Because because it's wait, huh? It's a free-to-play game. Yeah, but you can get. It's it's one of those free-to-play games that makes you that gouges you for money. Uh, okay. Uh, so basically you can either be a preferred player and they lock things to you so it's like you can be a preferred player but they won't let you use certain quality items so you can't oh, use high quality wow. like you can use all the items except for like purple items that's really fucking yeah. stupid yeah it is i i will have to agree with you on that so i was like well you know it's I was like, it's $15 a month. I'll pop down $15, play for a month. And my card wasn't working on the Star Wars The Old Republic site. So I went to some shady site that I found from... I I, I searched for a shady site to, to buy a time card from. It linked me to a Reddit post, and they were talking about it. And the, red, and, well, the Reddit was like, oh, you, know, you can go to this site and get it. So instead of paying $15 for... One month, it was $20 for two months. So, not a bad deal. Hmm. And, uh, so now I'm just, I'm using that. And it's nice because I'll probably play for two months and then quit. So, <laughs> and that's really all about, I've been, I mean, I'm a venture capitalist on my PC, but that doesn't really count. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so what I was going to mention was, and, and, uh, it's kind of silly. You're not a photographer, I'd imagine. Not by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. Okay, uh, so my friend is trying to get. He actually has a patent. I have my one of my friends I work with at work actually has a utility patent that he had filled out himself, and sent in there and worked with the patent agency and everything to get his idea patented. Patented. Mm. Uh, what it is is it's for photographers, and it's a lens cover, <clears throat> and the lens cover has an insert and it depends on the size of the the lens cover but you put that insert into your lens camera uh or the camera lens basically and then you can cover it up and what it is is it's a insert that stores like an SD card so you'll always you can always have a lens or you can always have an SD card on you when you're taking photographs so apparently i was like probably like you're thinking like why why would you want this unless yeah. you should always have it you'll, you'll always have your back but apparently a lot of photographers will just grab their camera but leave their sd card plugged into their computer or something and so they'll go out and they'll be like i don't have an sd card to shoot i i can't shoot because i don't have an sd card so they'll either have to run home go back to their car whatever So this way you can keep a spare SD card with you at all times.
1: I mean, there are more niche products
0: than that that out there.
1: So, I mean, sure, why not?
0: And, well, he has a Twitter. And his Twitter, he has a bunch of retweets that he's posted where people will be like, I went out to the location but forgot my SD card. And stuff like that. So apparently it happens a lot. That's really surprising. Yeah. So he, uh, and then also he has another, he has another thing. It's, it's designed that it will, uh, there's like these little wipes that you can put in there, like basically like little single package, like wipes. So if your camera lens gets messed up, you can have it in your lens cover and just wipe off your, your lens, which is pretty neat. Uh, He had started a Kickstarter and he failed the Kickstarter failed, but he got six thousand out of the twenty thousand dollars he would have needed.
1: Well that's pretty good for not having like any coverage whatsoever.
0: Yeah, so my thing was like I was like you need coverage. Yeah. I, I I'm like and I I might not be great at it, but I would go to different websites and be like, hey, you need to can you cover this? Just basically go to any tech blog, anything like that and just try to get it covered. Yeah. And uh so what what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to convince him cuz he's been at this for like 3 years. He he started the Kickstarter, he he had to first off he had to file the patent. Yeah. So he made the design, he worked with the design on the design with some people that he knows that are engineers. And uh and then he went and got it patented and then he went to Kickstarter or he went and talked to people about like moldings and and stuff like that that he would need to get it actually done and it turns out it would be around $20,000 to get the molding and then like another it it would end up being like a dollar per lens cap so like you could get like
1: a thousand of them made for another thousand dollars or something like that so he could sell them for like five or ten bucks and make a decent profit off of that
0: well I think he was actually planning on selling it for about $15
1: I still think that's acceptable Yeah.
0: yeah um and then and so with his Kickstarter he had that all built in, it failed. Uh and I was like, You need you need to do this and if you get started again, let me be the PR guy and I'll just take a percentage of the profits. Sure. <laughs> so he's like, Okay, I'll split it with you. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> so I'm really trying to convince him, so maybe and, and you think it's a decent idea, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, I mean like i said there there are way more like really stupid products out there at least this sounds like it serves a genuine purpose so. oh yeah yeah so i mean it sounds like something that my stepdad would buy
0: yeah and, and...
1: my my stepdad is a photographer oh is he so, yeah. yeah
0: see or you could buy it for him for a gift
1: Sure. The, <laughs> uh, only, the only caveat I have with that is that I know also that there are a lot of photographers that like to capture using compact flash instead well, of an SD card. Well,
0: that's the thing. For his lens covers, he's, he has different sizes, and the bigger sizes of lens covers have the compact flash.
1: Okay. See that that that's that's great then. That sounds like a fa- that honestly that sounds like a fantastic like thing that would just be in the camera aisle. Like I'm surprised nobody's thought of that.
0: Yeah, and it was funny because he was talking about the patent, and uh, you know the the lady would call back and she'd be like, yeah. So there's this patent that you need to change the way you word the patent because there's this patent that Sony had from like the '80s <laughs> that like. It, because the way that he worded it was that you could, it, he would be the only one that w- it would be like storing information in the lens cap. Oh, basically. Yeah. But apparently, there's a patent that Sony had where, like, it was a, a writable surface on yeah. the inside of the lens cover where you could write a note to yourself on the lens cap, and it's like, <laughs> who the fuck is going to use that? That's it's fucking that's corporate
1: grade patents for you.
0: Yeah, but I I don't know like I'm surprised no one ever patented that idea, that specific idea. So.
1: Yeah, that's that's a really like decent idea. And it's I, a
0: and it's a utility patent, which means if anybody like if Sony decides to come out with something like this, they will have to pay him money. Yeah. So, I'm like you could and he's like I might just let the patent expire. I'm like don't do that.
1: Yeah, like, don't do that because that's genuinely like that's something that I could totally see coming out,
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm thinking off the wall, but I, I think that he could make quite a bit of money off that, so yeah, um, but anyway, let's get to some news stories. <laughs> uh, let's talk about something else about money. comcast they're they're greedy bastards, right?
1: Yeah, everyone hates them.
0: yeah, uh, they're actually doing something really good. Uh, so what they're offering right now, and I think it's only in a couple different areas. I'm trying to quickly read through this and see if I can find out which areas it's it's offered San, in. San
1: San Francisco and Palm Beach County, Florida. Okay,
0: great. And what it is is it's a low cost alternative to you know for internet basically, and they've had it out for a little while for like low income families, but now they're offering it for senior citizens. And what it is is it is ten dollars a month for a ten meg connection, so that's that's not a bad deal.
1: Uh, considering um, that's actually faster than AT and T where I used to live, and AT and T charges sixty dollars a month for that. Um, yeah, that's crazy good. Yeah, I don't know what the upload speed is, but it I doesn't mean, really matter if it's because it, it's targeted at senior citizens yeah
0: I mean, it's it, and it's 65 and older they're offering ten dollars a month for a 10 meg connection now my question is like why, why can't companies do this across the board why is it only in like niche little areas
1: um you could put it multiple ways um one, if you if you want to take the side of Comcast, which um, you, could say, you could say that uh, they're just doing this as a service, basically, maybe the price that they're charging for senior citizens is literally like they may even be taking a hit on the cost of this. They're not. But no, if, if at worst, they are pay, they're charging what it costs them to provide the service to the home. Um, but. I I don't know, it's the, the reason that they can't do it across the board is just because American Internet industry. It's yeah. it's that they don't have to. So That's they're true. not going to.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, my thing is this. They're probably making money. They're probably making a thousand percent profit from this really it it really doesn't cost that much money for companies like comcast or, or time warner to give out internet they're probably making a lot of they make you know they pay i think pennies. i think if it was i
1: think if it was ten thousand percent i think that might be a little bit of a, a it might of, be yeah yeah but, but you know what i mean It they're making, i see what you're saying
0: yeah they're making a, a huge profit let's say it's even if their the their cost is $5. Yeah. They're still making, you know, double profit. So when there's stuff like, you know, with AT&T charging $60 for 10 megs or less than 10 megs. Yeah. Uh that is just for that's a ridiculous amount of profit that they're bringing in. The the
1: internet the the, the internet service whenever we had AT&T DSL, I want to say was like Two and a half down, half a meg up, and it was forty five plus oh that is awful, yeah, and then you 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 look at charter speeds in the same area, and charter is sixty dollars a month, and you get one hundred down four up
0: why would a t and t even be
1: I have no idea, like you can get their uverse uh service, which is like fiber based. And it's still, you get, I want to say it's like 20 down, maybe even 10, but it's, it's like not even half of what you get from Charter on their slowest speed.
0: Where I used to live, uh, it was like 70 a month for 30 down five up.
1: That was, uh, that was Charter's old package. Yeah. Um, basically uh they they just recently upgraded the infrastructure in this like whole region to where everything is fiber back now. Awesome. So it's uh you've got what the hell is that noise? I hear it. It's a it's a whining noise. Is your sister talking? No. Oh okay. I think it might be like the dryer or something. That's horrifying. Yeah. Uh anyway. Um <laughs> It's still not as bad as the train. No. Uh, but, but uh yeah, it, everything is it goes fiber and then it runs into a copper repeater. Oh, okay. So, you know, it, it you still get copper into the home so they don't have to do all that shit, but yeah, I mean you get you get 100 down, 4 up and that's the cheapest option. That's the cheapest
0: like, option? Awesome. That
1: is that is the slowest speed that Charter offers in this area now.
0: Uh, at my work, we have one hundred down, one hundred up. Yeah, which is really, really nice. But I'm sure uh, it costs an ass load. About four hundred a month. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what my boss was telling me, and that's one of our internet connections. That's the cheapest internet connection we have there.
1: Yeah, because I've I've looked at business internet in this area, and the only upgrade that really would do anything. It just ups the upload to 10 and that brings it up to $200 a month. See Plain. my,
0: mine's 100 by 10 right now. Yeah. So, uh, I think that this is a really good service though. I'm happy that Comcast is doing it because, uh, you know, people need internet and old people don't really know how much they need internet. Uh, and what i mean by that is like i know of old people that still use that still use dial up yeah and they're like oh it's fine and i was like no
1: no no it's
0: not <laughs> i'm sorry but even
1: the even the worst DSL no. is better than dial up
0: yes so you know i'm i'm we need to get everyone everyone needs to be off of dial up
1: yeah at the very least
0: yeah uh let's talk about yours next okay this kind of has Which to do one? with the internet
1: oh the streaming service
0: yeah so GamePlay is going to be on live basically yeah uh so OnLive used to be a service that was offered basically it would stream video games from their servers to your computer or uh whatever device you had it on so i actually had the little box The little online box.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, Gamefly is going to... I think it's already started doing a streaming service similar to that. But they're going to be launching it, it looks like... uh, It started in June for the Amazon Fire TV users in the United States. And it's having a Samsung expansion, which will stream games to Samsung-operated smart TVs. And uh, you're the one who brought this up, so I'll let you talk about it a bit.
1: Well, um, like, like you said, uh, they started this. It was on Amazon Fire TVs, which is fine. And, you know, that's useful because the Fire TV comes with, like, a pseudo game controller anyway. Um, the confusing part of this is that the, the big news here is that it's being put on Samsung TVs, which to my knowledge, just come with a remote. Um, I don't know if there's like a game controller on the back of that because I haven't, I haven't bought a TV since 2011. Do so. they, do they have a Bluetooth? Uh, maybe. I mean, then I could see it. Yeah. It's just strange to me that they're bundling this with the smart TVs. It's, I don't know. It's, I... Like, it's just going to be on the TV whenever you get it, and that's odd to me. But See, I guess Gamefly just needs the exposure.
0: Probably. I've never used Gamefly.
1: I guess they're an okay service. Um, I, I liked them when I when I had them because I, I rented a few Vita games because they're the only way you can rent Vita games. Oh, okay. Like, you can rent 3DS games from the game rental places around here, but no PlayStation Vita games whatsoever. And honestly, for about 15 bucks a month, um, it's not that bad if you play enough games, and especially if you're a console gamer. It's just, I'm not. Uh, so as far as the, the idea of the streaming service in general, I think it's a great concept. It's just that nobody's been able to pull it off so far other than the original formation of, of Gaikai, and they're dead now.
0: Yeah, so, they got bought out by Sony.
1: Yeah, they got bought out by Sony, and now they suck. Yeah, now so. they're
0: PlayStation Now, and that that service is awful
1: yeah they they did get better though because they they have a subscription service now which is good yeah like that's what everyone knew that it should have been in the first place where you pay like i think it's 20 a month um so like if if this were to be sort of like how netflix because I mean I'm sure there are people out there that don't even remember that Netflix used to be literally the same thing as GameFly it was just movies.
0: Yeah, I remember. It, it's weird <laughs> that it was called Netflix. Yeah. Um but basically what it what it was was it was in the 90s it was just a service where you would you'd would log on and be like I want I want you to send me this movie and they'd send you a movie and then you'd send it back. That's it.
1: Yeah, it was you just got the DVD in the mail and then you sent it back when you were done watching it. And you paid a flat fee per month, depending on how many movies you could have out at a time. And Gamefly is essentially the exact same thing. It's just that now they're adding Netflix's streaming service. I don't know what games are on there. I'm going to see if this it link It
0: It does say companies like Square Enix, Warner Brothers, Interactive Entertainment, and THQ.
1: So games that don't exist anymore?
0: I I guess. I don't. I... <laughs> so, I mean, um, but I, I would imagine they're going to bring over like the the ports that they have for Square Enix games like Final Fantasy uh Final Fantasy 3, Final Fantasy 4, uh some THQ games that I can't think of off the top of my head.
1: Um in the, in this uh there's this article over here or that that link that it linked to. Um, they apparently sell like packs of games, like depending on what genre you want to play, they they have a pack that costs about ten bucks a month. Oh. Um, some of some of them are seven, but there's the gamer pack, which is the worst name for a pack I could possibly imagine. But um, it's sixteen titles, and they include all the Batman games, for example. Um, And then there's the action pack, which includes Mafia 2, Sleeping Dogs, and Hitman Absolution.
0: Uh, uh, And
1: then then a few other games.
0: Hitman's not a bad game.
1: So it looks like you're paying uh, maybe less than a dollar a game uh, per month to be able to stream these things, which I think is questionable. And the limit on the number of games that are available kind of makes this less appealing.
0: Yeah, um, I actually, actually kind of like the on-live uh service that was when it was around. Man, yeah,
1: it's it it's just it didn't have any any games. Well,
0: it had quite a few games, but the problem I had with it was uh just no one used it. <laughs> and, that too. Yeah. Uh, that was the the major deal breaker for them was uh nobody was paying for their service. Yeah. So it was it was like Steam, but you know, I, I I went to school with somebody who had a netbook, and netbooks yeah. suck ass. <laughs> um, don't get a netbook because they're bad. But he had a netbook and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm playing this game. It runs runs great because it's gone on life. Because he didn't have to actually process it, the game at all. It was yeah. it was done with their service, so he could take a FPS game and there was no slowdown even on his little crappy netbook yep so that was a really cool idea it just i don't know if this type will will work out that well for a couple different reasons first off bandwidth caps so if you're streaming a game constantly that's going to take up a lot of bandwidth
1: yeah it's essentially the same as streaming a a 720p uh video yeah. just you know the the video happens to be however long you will play the game, which for some people could be hours upon hours. Right.
0: Uh, hundreds of hours for certain games. Right. So, you know, I... I That's my major deal breaker. If if you had unlimited, you know, bandwidth, it'd be great. And if you have unlimited bandwidth and a shitty computer, it'd be great. Or if you had the little... Uh, they had a little set-top box that you could hook up to a TV and use that to access. And you know they had a controller that came with it that would be that would be fine but you i would say you would probably need
1: unlimited bandwidth at least with how much we play video games i mean maybe i don't know i i feel like a lot of people also overestimate how much data this kind of thing uses that's true
0: uh i i mean the most data i've ever used in a month was about 360 gigs I really don't
1: know because my my internet company doesn't charge for bandwidth. Oh, that's so.
0: cool. See, I was uploading, um, I was streaming, like you know, gameplay quite a bit that month. So, seven twenty p. So,
1: I backed up over a terabyte of data in one month, and damn, I I didn't get anything in the mail. So, damn. <laughs> uh, let uh, us
0: let us speak about something else that has to do with internet.
1: Well, wait, before you do, I did want to remark that the other main problem with services like this, and the reason that as of right now, I can't say that it's the way that gaming will eventually be, because if this wasn't a problem, this is where I would say gaming is going, and most media is going. But that problem is that the infrastructure can't handle it. Mm -hmm. Um. We already have internet companies, and granted, these are internet providers. They're they're corporate assholes, but they are complaining about struggling with being able to handle all of the all of the bandwidth that they have to push through for Netflix, for example. Right, um, and that that's a problem in and of itself. Uh, and like you said, the problem of of limited amount of bandwidth that you can have. It, like you have download caps like that's just a thing and until those are eradicated along with the huge problem of latency yeah um, both of those things have to be eliminated because the major issue that on live faced uh was that there was no call of duty style game on there other than homefront and homefront was borderline unplayable in a lot of situations because you can't have Twitch style uh, quick reflex gameplay on a streaming service whenever you have sometimes up to 100 milliseconds of, of input latency because especially in an online scenario, you already have to deal with the latency between your game and the server reacting to what you're doing um and call of duty hasn't had like ping rates in a long time but left 4 dead has ping rates yeah and typically your ping is going to be 50 milliseconds and that's the time that it takes for your computer to basically speak to the server Right, like that's the time it takes for them to to communicate with each other and 50 milliseconds is is not a whole lot but you compound that with the 50 to 100 milliseconds that it takes for, in the case of OnLive, your computer to talk to the OnLive server to then give your input info to the game, and, and then combining that with the return information from their server going to your computer, like it just it makes the latent, the input latency so noticeable and so bad that a lot of games become unplayable. And that's why PlayStation Now is so bad. Like, PlayStation Now is a great concept, but you can't play anything on it. Because even with a wired connection run straight into my modem, there is still too much latency for me to comfortably play a PS3 game on there. Right. So that's going to be the big problem is, especially most people that have a smart TV, they're not going to wire this into into a switch or into their into their router. They're gonna be on Wi-Fi, which makes even more input latency. This isn't going to work because our current internet standards just don't let it. And, and that's unfortunate. I think the service in and of itself as a concept is great, but even if they did get a larger library of better games on it, it wouldn't matter because no one's gonna pay $10 a month for access to sixteen games that they can't even play properly.
0: And I would think that's gonna change. Obviously internet's going to be getting faster and more stable. Um, but it probably won't be for another ten or fifteen years before Right. Before it's it's stable enough and fast enough.
1: And Yeah, and, and, and this is compounded by the issue that you talked about earlier, where there are a lot of people that don't even have broadband yes and like that's a huge problem too uh and i'm not saying that 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 gaming is going anywhere near this anytime soon like but but that's just this is a non-feature for a vast amount of people and i feel like you know the this this kind of stuff is just kind of ignoring that but i guess it's just beside the point at that point i mean you have to you have to pick your audience and you're picking the people that actually have internet
0: i would imagine i would imagine if you're going with an <laughs> internet based you know idea you're like hmm i'm gonna target 65 years and older that sounds like the <laughs> demographic that i'm looking for because uh, i want to get no money at all uh, but it's
1: um it, it's 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 a fine service but it's going to get wrecked by the american internet infrastructure.
0: Yes, because we need better internet. Yeah. And another thing that would do it too is is distance is a big thing. Yeah. Like distance from the server. So uh, we're not talking about it. It's not one of the stories that I'm going to put in the post. But uh, the League of Legends recently moved their servers from the East Coast to... what Was it on the East Coast? I think they're on the East Coast. I have no idea. Whatever. <laughs> they moved them, moved the servers because... One of the coasts, either the east or the west coast, was always noticing a bit higher ping than the other coast, so they moved them to Illinois, oh. kind of the center. So now there should be more consistent ping throughout the you know throughout the nation. Well, but, this is why
1: this is why you have. You know, multiple data centers in a lot of situations like that,
0: and and that's what I was wondering. Like, typically, you know, there's like when you play an MMO, you have like U.S. West, right? U.S. East, um, and, and you get to pick whichever one you want to be on. Like, you know, for obviously me, it's be U.S. West typically, and I would go and play on that and not notice very much ping. But if I was playing you know, on like a server from New York City. I am going to notice a considerable amount more ping than you
1: are. Right. I mean, if you've ever streamed on Twitch uh, with Open Broadcaster or... um, Nope, never streamed on Twitch. (laughs) Not you in particular, I'm just saying. (laughs) uh, Or XSplit, like, you can pick what ingest server you choose. And or which ingest server that it uses, and that will have a big factor in how much latency between your gameplay and your viewer. Right. I mean, al- alongside the dreadfully long twenty to thirty seconds that is already there. It is but, awful. I I hate that. Yeah, and um, this is actually a big factor with uh, NVIDIA Shield service um, because they also have Shield streaming. Um, or grid streaming, that's what they call it. And uh, that's why they have uh, data centers. They they have grid centers in, I think, like Texas. Uh, they have a few on the West Coast and a few on the East Coast. And I think they have one up around uh, Chicago-type area. But that's why they have that. It's because your geographic location is what plays the biggest role in how much latency you have. And, uh, you know, we, we just don't have, we don't have the infrastructure for, for something like this where like, even, even a company like Gamefly or NVIDIA can't really put servers in enough places to make things work the way that they need to, right. at least consistently.
0: Right, because you would need them all over. You need one in every state probably
1: essentially and i mean really to 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 do anything on par with uh with just local rendering yeah, yeah. You, you would
0: <laughs> all right we've spoken about that for a while
1: yeah that was uh way too much detail on something <laughs> let's be honest nobody gives a shit about Pr-
0: pretty much <laughs> speaking of stuff nobody gives a shit about john smedley you know him john cena john smedley not John's actually okay. So I'm gonna go off topic. You mentioned John Cena, and <laughs> there's a reason why John Cena can never be a bad guy in WWE. Um, so because oh, he's well, one of the most well, handsome men alive. Well, that that too. Um, but basically, so my control there... panel just crashed. <laughs> good, <laughs> good. So <laughs> what the fuck? anyway, uh. There was this kid with a terminal illness, and he watched Oprah every day. I don't know why. And they're like, "Well, you get one. You know, we're in the make-a-wish. You get one wish." And he's like, "Okay, um, I, I want to meet fuck Oprah." Fuck John Cena. No, he's like, "I want to meet Oprah," and Oprah was like, "No." What really? <laughs> yeah. And John Cena heard about it, and he's like, "Hey, kid, do you like wrestling?" And the kid's like, "No." And John Cena's like, all right, do you mind if myself and a few other wrestlers come and hang out with you for a day? Like, just because Oprah was a cunt. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why John Cena can't be a bad guy. Because he will just be like, "Hey, I'll go hang out with you for a day. Why not? Yeah. You don't even like me? Whatever. Let's go <laughs> play some games or something. I don't know. Anyway. It's fucking John Cena. Yeah. John Smedley, uh, former president of Sony Online Entertainment uh, and Daybreak Game Entertainment, uh, resigned from Daybreak Games, and is now starting his own company. Cause that sounds like a good idea.
1: Um, I mean, whatever. who Uh, cared about him before he started whining about ddos attacks
0: now to be fair i agree with him on everything he said about ddos attacks
1: yeah i mean fine you know you shouldn't get you shouldn't have to just accept that you know you're getting attacked yeah but like i don't give a shit about john smedley you you, what has your company come out with that's Uh, even Remotely good in the last 10 years. That's true. Uh, They had Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah, that lasted a while, didn't it?
0: Yeah. You know, they had uh, EverQuest, which is still going on. EverQuest 2. Uh, They're coming out with EverQuest next soon-ish, uh, maybe, within the next five years. Um, <laughs> they had Landmark, H1Z1. You know, they have quite a few games. Yeah, uh,
1: but... I mean Do you think it, this
0: is gonna be an MMO company or do you think it's gonna be a uh just a single player game company?
1: Um I don't know, he he ran a fucking uh MMO company before, so I could see him trying to go out and do something that he's not going to be under the reins of Sony. Yeah. Like having to cater to whatever the hell Sony tells him to do. Um or maybe he'll make a uh maybe he'll make a single player game where you just hunt down and kill hackers
0: that would be he'll amazing. he'll make uh
1: he'll make dog watch
0: <laughs> dog dog <laughs> underscore watch yeah yeah um, <laughs> yeah I don't know I just thought it was interesting that he you know resigned and now he's starting his own company probably i would imagine it's either going to be mmos
1: or mobile games. I can see it being mobile games. Yeah. That's mobile kind of... MMOs. Oh, Those god. always work out well. Oh god. I've never
0: played a mobile MMO because I They have, exist. I have respect for myself. So... <laughs>
1: I don't know how they exist, but they definitely exist. The Firefly
0: the Firefly MMO is going to be for mobile. <sighs>
1: everything is going mobile now cuz it's just cheaper to develop for. It
0: is, yeah. Um all right. Well, not much to talk about on that one. Uh So, we talked about a little bit about old games on that, so that's a that's a good segue. Um DRM sucks, right?
1: Yeah, it's a bunch of dicks. Yeah. Uh
0: so apparently Windows or Microsoft agrees. Apparently <laughs> Uh, they with Windows 10 will not allow you to play games that have secure. What was it? Secure ROM. Yeah, secure ROM and uh, safe disk. Safe disk. And those are two that were about the early to mid 2000s. They had those copy protection on a lot of things, but they never fucking worked. Nope. Uh, speaking from experience. Yeah,
1: with some with... old uh, EA games had that. Had
0: that. Uh spore was one of them, and it's, i I remember spore came out, and they were hyping up the the i think they had secure ROM or something like on it, and they were hyping how it was so secure that nobody would be able to hack it so yeah. two weeks before the game was released, uh I had a copy on my computer <laughs> <laughs> because apparently it can be hacked. Really, really easily. So, there are actually, Windows 10 will not run with certain versions, or it won't run with secure ROM or safe disk games. So, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Um, Well, as somebody mentioned in the comments here, uh, Windows 8.1 kind of had the same problem with, ironically enough, games for Windows Live. Uh... Where games for Windows Live games just don't fucking work on Windows Eight and Eight Point One.
0: Not very well, no.
1: Um, I would imagine that this is mainly just compatibility issues because, like, Windows Windows has often pride been able to pride itself on the way that it's it's so backwards compatible. Um, there's actually a series I watch on YouTube. Um, the uh, Rooster Teeth guys do uh, demo disc. And they play, like, late 90s, early 2000s PC gamer demo discs on a Windows 10 machine. And you'd be surprised by how many of them actually work. And, like, they're made for Pentium 2s. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, it's surprising to me, actually, kind of, that SafeDisc and SecureROM don't work. Um, but at the same time, like, they barely worked whenever they came out. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right, like these things were it, it was it they were more of a hassle than anything else. Um and I actually had a game, I don't remember what the hell it was anymore, but way back when that had Secure Rom on it. Or Secure Rom, whatever the hell it is. Uh and I had a legit copy of it and I couldn't play it because Secure just said no. Secure Rom was a piece of shit. So you had to pirate it. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, this is this is what I was thinking about was um I think it actually was this is funny that they have it they have GTA on here because I believe it was Max Payne uh the steam release of one of the Max Payne games actually the way that it works on Steam is that it is a cracked version from uh Game Copy World. Oh it's a cracked executable because they couldn't get rid of the DRM themselves. That is amazing. (laughs) Uh, So
0: it is should, it should be noted that if you do have windows 10 and you have old games, fear not. uh, There are companies like GOG.com that basically have a ton of old. I'm sorry about that.
1: Your throat just exploded. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ton of old games that you know they strip the DRM out before they release it so if you do have an old game that has DRM and you want to play it you may have to fork out you know 10 bucks to get the GOG version
1: or but... you can just go to places like game copy world and download a crack because honestly i don't think ea really cares if you mm-hmm. if you crack your copy of the original the sims or battlefield 1942
0: right exactly so uh now, speaking of cracking stuff.
1: <laughs> that's that's actually the first good segue I think you've done in, in weeks. E-
0: ever. Ever really. <laughs> let's, let's be honest, my segue is usually pretty pretty shitty. Um Speaking of heart attacks, <laughs> this phone <laughs> Um So Abibos have got cracked.
1: Yep. Um, with an, with an actual consumer product.
0: Yeah, and so what an amiibo is, if you have no idea, it's basically a collectible figure figurine. You
1: don't know what an amiibo is? Why are you listening to this podcast? Because sometimes people listen that just
0: are bored at work, like my friend James. It's really weird. I know, but anyway, so there's in a what is it? How is it called? Amico. I, I'm going with Amico. Okay, so Amico is an amazing product that we're both going to buy. That's
1: if it, if it actually launches before Nintendo like annihilates the building with a nuclear bomb. Oh, we
0: need to buy this as soon as we fucking can. Oh like... yeah. Cause it's, <laughs> it's going
1: to get taken out.
0: Uh, so the Amiibo is little action, little action figure things that you touch, you put on your Wii U game pad and it transfers data from that onto the game. I'm simplifying it. Uh, and the Amico, is that, but you can store different ones in it, and uh, it's not licensed by Nintendo.
1: Yeah, it's it's like um, cause the the big problem with the Amiibo, is that you can't back up any of the data on the Amiibo. There is no there's no way to save your Amiibo, and then use it with another game that has to save on the Amiibo. Because it can basically be used as a memory card by certain games, um, but thing is, that wouldn't necessarily be a big deal. But Smash is what Amiibos are mainly used for. Yeah, and you can't just retrain a Smash Amiibo in in one day. Like that is a that is a several days worth affair just to get it to where it's a capable fighter. So the fact that you have to delete all the info off of it to use it with another game that writes to the Amiibo, which there aren't many that do that yet. I think there are only three games maybe that do that. But it's stupid. And really, this is Nintendo's own fault for not building that feature into the software in the first place. All they need to do, there's already an Amiibo settings area on the Wii U. They just need a backup option.
0: Yeah, they
1: they do. do. And instead, now we're going to have a product like this, which, uh, by the way, there are only 300 left. Um, are they they're selling ship- them? Yeah, they're, you can pre-order them now. They will ship the 4th of September, apparently. Damn it, I don't have any money. I uh, I get paid this Friday. Me I too. I th- think I'm going to be throwing 50 bucks at this. I might, uh,
0: yeah. Well, it's 50 euros, so it's probably like 75 bucks. No, no,
1: this is, this is in uh, US dollars.
0: Oh, okay, cool, yep, cool anyway um, go on but yeah we're both like you need to buy it
1: <laughs> but yeah all they would need to do is just put a backup option in there but instead we get this and it's also going to facilitate basically copying uh amiibo data off the internet and elsewhere to cheat out on amiibo enabled games because I'm sorry, but whenever fucking Super Mario Maker comes out and I literally can't buy all the Amiibos that are compatible with the game, I'm going to have to pirate them, so to speak, uh, with this Amico thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which, uh, it does say that you you have to have an NFC-enabled Android smartphone. So I'm assuming that this operates off of... Because I've actually followed or tried to follow the whole Amiibo hacking thing from really early on after it was revealed that they use NFC technology. Right. Um, which I, I I don't even know where to begin on explaining how the hell all that works, but it, it basically the way that this this probably operates is it makes your phone pretend to be the Wii U gamepad, or makes it pretend to be the... Uh, no, it, it'll make your phone pretend to be the amiibo which then synchronizes the data from the gamepad and then you synchronize that data with the amico um is, that's is not convoluted pro- it's probably how it'll end up working which unfortunately that means that my current uh phone will not work with this because uh, the moto g does not have nfc but don't I...
0: you have another phone like laying around your uh, your windows phone
1: uh, well, it's not an Android
0: phone, is it? Oh, okay, that's true.
1: I've got my old Moto X, though. Oh, okay. I'll probably just use it. I was planning on selling it, but... I'm I have my... X.
0: My Fire Phone has NFC, so...
1: Yeah. So, I'm sure that it'll be like, download this APK off of this shifty Chinese website. Very <laughs> <Pretty laughs> So, you'll be fine there. <laughs> uh, but, Yeah. Like, this is probably one of the most shifty things that it has managed to get into the uh, mainstream anything. And Uh,
0: we need to pick it up as soon as fucking possible because Nintendo is going to file um, the lawsuits. All of the lawsuits. lawsuits. (laughs) And destroy this company, basically. Yeah. Uh, Apparently
1: it comes loaded with ten figurines and can be used to store data for up to 200 with the use of the accompanying Android app. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I think that this is a great product and it's really unfortunate for Nintendo that they decided to, uh, you know, not do anything to, you know, facilitate this kind of functionality. Yeah. Uh, There are a couple of idiots in this, uh, in this comment thread that, uh well mainly this first guy that's like disney infinity and skylanders characters feature heavy encryption which is why there aren't one of those for them yet anyway no that's not why it's because nobody gives a shit about skylanders or disney infinity that's true only people that care about those are actually children that which is what those are marketed towards anyway meanwhile nintendo fans can get up to like their 40s like my mom bought a pac-man amiibo she doesn't even own a Wii U, and she got a Pac-Man Amiibo because it's fucking Pac-Man Amiibo, and she loves Pac-Man. <laughs>
0: yes. And, and Nintendo, like, okay, I have a coworker, Joe. He doesn't really play video games very much. Uh, he has an Xbox or whatnot, but he has a couple of Amiibos that he, ha- he has at his desk. So it's so weird because you go into the engineering office <laughs> and you look around, all the desks are pretty plain, and then you look at Joe's desk, and his desk is covered. In action figures
1: and toys yeah. and uh, there's, there's a girl at at my work that that's like that, yeah but, and, yeah,
0: and uh my my coworker thinks it's funny because you know you're having a a serious tour around the company, and then they go mm-hmm. in the engineering office and they see Joe sitting there with like a shit ton of toys, yeah, and like everyone's like, whatever, it's Joe, he's been here for like twenty years. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a chick Miranda at work that uh everybody has like pictures of their kids and their family and then she has a Green Power Ranger and a couple of Pokemon figurines on her desk. That's, that's cool. That's, yeah.
0: I'm wearing a Power Ranger shirt right now actually.
1: That's what she wears on casual Friday usually is a Green Ranger shirt.
0: Oh, I have the uh the loot crate one that came uh I don't, not I too don't long ago. It's... it's it's the green and white. It's like half of it's green and half of it's white. Um, yeah, that's have... pretty pretty cool. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so you're gonna buy that on? You're gonna try to pick one up on Friday?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna try to because there's there's 300 left. I don't know how many were initially left, but um, honestly, I've wanted something like this for quite some time. And you know what? If I gotta pay fifty dollars for it, so be it. Well, I mean,
0: how much are the figures? Twenty bucks a piece?
1: Yeah, they're 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 twelve fifteen. so this is like a little more than three figurines not counting shipping and it comes with
0: 10 built in
1: yeah which i'm not sure how that is going to work legally but
0: i don't think it will actually (laughs) i think that's that's why we need to order this as soon as fucking possible yeah (laughs) because it will not work legally and nintendo will sue the shit out of them yeah and uh then you know they're gonna the lawyers and the judge are gonna look at it and be like, Whoa whoa, whoa this <laughs> is illegal. Yeah. Uh so unless they're in unless they're like some you know, Taiwan company that doesn't really have any laws <laughs> uh with copyright, then uh yeah. Or are Chinese. Chinese I don't think have as strict they of are, copyright laws. They are
1: registered via an anonymizing the, the uh website is registered via an anonymizing service through a company registered in Tokyo. Oh, yep. Uh, alongside some other groups. Um but chances are chances are the product itself was either made in Japan or China. Yeah. Um it's being manufactured in China obviously cuz everything is. Yeah. But um yeah, if if I can't by the end of the week Find some way of just doing this manually with a, with a phone. Which I know that there was a guy that managed to do it, but he didn't he didn't uh, give out any of his code because he didn't want to get fucked by Nintendo because Nintendo does that. What um, Nintendo? Nintendo <laughs> filing DMCA takedowns on individual consumers? Never.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think that you know what you're talking about. Actually,
1: that's not the Nintendo I know.
0: Yeah, the Nintendo I know uh it's always nice to the consumer
1: yep It's uh that's why they don't sue YouTubers for using film footage i don't think they the sue computers. them do they 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 didn't they they filed dmca takedowns on on them yeah. even on stuff that didn't actually include stuff that nintendo owned
0: oh every, every company's done that
1: right yeah
0: i got a couple dmca takedowns DMCA takedowns because of uh, wrestling videos. When I was talking about wrestling, I gotta, I put a clip in, and they're like, "No, no." I'm like, "But nobody watches TNA." <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's is that everything we got to talk about this week? I think that
1: Uh is. Yeah, it kind of looks like it. Yeah. So, uh, that's a. Uh,
0: yeah. Nothing to talk about it. So. Oh, my dad
1: was in the Ashley Madison hack.
0: Oh, you mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk about this last. Uh, <laughs> Just because so,
1: it's, it's not really important, but yeah.
0: So your dad uh, wants to cheat, huh?
1: If my dad. I don't know when because I I have all the files, but I haven't really bothered digging through them yet. But I went on one of the email search uh, sites and. I looked up my dad's email and it was right there. It was like it was like, Yep, that's in the list. I was like, Is this thing bullshitting me? So I looked up my email. I looked up all the email addresses of everybody I knew and my dad's was the only one that showed up. So I was like, Well, nobody's gonna pretend to be Turbo52572 at yahoo.com. So uh Now you yeah. now
0: we all have your dad's email address, by the way. <laughs> Big if, yeah. If I ever became famous, you know, that would be a bad thing. Because I'm not editing that out. Um, but So did you talk to your dad about this?
1: No. Um, no, I haven't said anything to him. Um, I actually haven't talked to him since I looked it up.
0: No, this is your stepdad I, or your... No, that's my oh.
1: real flesh and blood dad. Oh, okay. This is the dad that, whenever I was younger, said, it's okay to cheat as long as they're in different zip codes. Was he serious? Probably. Oh, okay. I mean, he ch- did cheat on my mom way back whenever they were first dating, and he also like he had to write a journal or keep a journal whenever he was in college, and my grandma found it while she was cleaning out her house, and he was writing about how he was cheating on the girl that he was dating with a girl from another town, like so. He he doesn't have the best record with uh with you know staying faithful by any means. So good
0: sounds like a a, a good person. <laughs>
1: I so, don't I don't So he don't
0: probably care. has at some point registered with Ashley Madison.
1: Yeah, I I am not I I was honestly expecting to see that it was it was yes um for that. And I I wouldn't be surprised if he never actually went through with anything on there because um you don't actually have to confirm your email address or even pay for a service just for your email to be in there. Yeah. So I I wouldn't be surprised if he made the account just to get on there and then was like, wait, I gotta pay for this shit. Never mind.
0: Yeah, that's. But I mean, I've done dating. I've I've gone on dating sites and been like, ah, it like, there was one that seemed really promising. It was a uh, it was a nerd dating site called Geek to Geek.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it was Geek to Geek. And I was
0: like, oh, cool. And I messaged someone, but apparently you had to pay to be able to message people. Yeah, or, or you didn't have to pay to, to message people. You had to pay to be able to read the messages back.
1: Yeah. So when they well,
0: messaged you back, you had to pay to read it.
1: Yeah. Ashley Madison, uh, their thing was that you had to pay... If you were a man, you had to pay to message a woman.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Because so. they're, get, they're getting in a lot of legal hot water right now. Uh, because they basically guaranteed that you'd fuck somebody... Uh, within the first three months that you were on the site. Oh, did they? But that was statistically impossible because there were over three times as many men on the site than there were women.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, Uh, that's because women don't typically need to... I mean, this is going to sound bad, but women have it way easier in the dating world or whatever than guys do.
1: In terms of uh, of the sexing, sure.
0: Well, availability, yeah. yeah. Like... Guys, kind of have to. We have to throw, like with dating sites, um, you know, I'm I'm on OK Cupid. Find me at Reeton on there. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I'll I'll send girls like I'll, I have to message like ten girls before I get one reply. Because the women on there, they get flooded with messages. They get You know, hundreds of messages in a day sometimes. And then, you know, you're just one in a hundred, basically. And so it's really hard to stand out. And so, and with, you know, with a guy, you have to, like, you have to read through the profile and then, like, prepare, like, I don't know, like a five-page essay and (laughs) try to make it, like, an interesting post. And women are just like, hey... Like that's all they have to do to get a guy to message him back. It's just be like, hey, I have boobs, <laughs> and so for at least online dating, it's way easier for women, and in the real world too. You know, women typically it's it's easier to to get a guy to be interested in you than it is vice versa, because especially for sexing, because women are just like, hey, wanna wanna bone, <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I want a bone. And so having three to three to five times more people on Ashley Madison that are men than women kinda of makes sense. And the women on there probably aren't that great looking sometimes.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Also uh, I was I was laughing because I'm watching a clip from from
0: like one of my favorite anime. Oh. Do you actually like anime? I thought you didn't watch anime. I
1: I watch some anime. Do you? Do you really? Yeah, uh My Ordinary Life is a fantastic anime. Um if you if you want a comedy anime.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's good shit. Oh, okay.
1: Also um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure.
0: Is it bizarre?
1: Um I suppose so, yeah. It's also absolutely fantastic. Is it an adventure?
0: Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Um yeah, anyway. that's Yeah, that's the that's the podcast for this week. We've got, you know, we talked about video games. We talked about wrestling. We talked about uh, dating websites. So, <laughs> so uh, as always, you can follow me at Reeton on Twitter. You can follow me on SoundCloud, again, at Retin. Uh You can follow me at www.twitch.retin. twitch.reton Twitch.tv forward slash And, yeah. So, you can also look me up on YouTube. And go to my new website. Uh, I got it redesigned. My friend Jake redesigned it for me. And uh, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I never said uh, anything about that. It looks uh, looks pretty legit now.
0: Yeah. So that will be where I'm going to be posting all my all my stuffs. So you can go there and look it up. And it's it's all HTML five and looking pretty. So, uh, in Aroa, you can follow Aroa at Aroa on Twitter.
1: Yeah, I don't don't post on there a whole lot, but uh, if you ever want to get in contact with me, that's the the place to do it.
0: Yeah, or I could just give you his Skype address.
1: Yeah, sure, do that.
0: (laughs) All right, and thank you for listening. Hope you all have a great day or something.